Welcome guys to our 8th episode of this podcast. You're with Megat, Ruiz and Karen. Woohoo! What are we talking about today, Karen? Today we're talking about friendship. What is life without friends? Do we need friends? As an adult? How do we get friends? Why is it so hard to make friends as an adult? Yes. Is it because we think too much about what people may think of us? No, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's take a step back. I, I am curious. I'm curious about this though. <clears throat> Okay. Do you think you can live without friends? No, 100% no for me. Why is that? Because as part as I am an introvert, I'm also a very social being. Like okay. I need I need people. I need okay. I need friends, validation, support, company, <laughs> someone company. to talk to, bounce ideas with, be stupid with, <clears throat> eat with. Eat with. And that's something you think you cannot get from just yourself. I mean, I think in general, I I can, but I can't sustain it for a long term. Like, I still mm. need to be able to talk to people. Right. Even at the start of lockdown, I was suffering because I was essentially kind of sort of living alone. So, yeah, I seek out human contact. Human yeah, connection. I still remember when you came to my place. I was so excited. The first person you saw was me. Was like, oh my God, who is? <laughs> <That's so fun. laughs> like an excited dog, basically. <laughs> I think just to finish off on that question, I think it's inherent in humans that companionship is required be mm. it in the form of a lifelong partner or just companionship in the friend of in, in the form of friends or loosely connected individuals in your life yeah just to add a bit of color because what is life without people and relationships that you form yeah it's um, uh, ingrained in our dna basically yeah i mean yeah back in the days we we live in like a pact of people so you Generally, you can never live alone. Um, so in some sense, we are, it, it's part of human nature. Then what do you think in terms of having friendship with you? For example, do you thrive of having close friends or just low maintenance friends? When I say low maintenance friends, they are the type of friends where you don't have to see every day. So say, for example, you see each other like once a month. Um, but then when you meet each other, it almost as if like you only met yesterday or the day before and got on really quickly, smoothly. Before I answer that, uh-huh. in contrast to low maintenance friends, uh-huh. what kind of friends are they? Oh, in co- wait, in contrast of low maintenance friends? So basically a high maintenance friend. How would you oh, define that as? To put into perspective, I suppose high maintenance friends are not really the term high maintenance. It's more of like you would see each other almost every other day, if not every day. Mm-hmm. You would talk to every single day. It's, a, it's the people that you would probably initiate any stories first before you actually go to a different people. So those are your close friends then? Yeah, that's why okay. I would term my close friends. But could your close friends also be low maintenance friends? Yeah. I don't like the term high maintenance friends because that implies the requirement to service, servicing being mm. a chore. You know, if if your friendship is, you, you could be very close to them, but also not, it doesn't require any form of servicing. It's all quite natural. I, I think all friends, or at least for, to me, friends that I have are considerably all low maintenance because I don't have the need to expend so much energy when I am with them. Mm-hmm. When I do think I need to exert myself and force myself to socialize with them, they are not necessarily who I would consider really my friends. Right, right, right. 
So that's more of a, not really a high maintenance friends, but it's more of a, an acquaintance, would you say? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, do you think that as an adult, it's really hard to make new friends, uh, friends that are sustainable, not like acquaintance. I feel like making acquaintances mm. are easy. I don't think so. I think um, circumstances to which you make friends differ now. Mm-hmm. Back in the older, uh, when you were younger, schooling days. schooling days, obviously, you make friends based on the environment you're in, yeah. subjects you study, uh, activities you engage in. Now, a lot of the friends you make is based on y- your workplace environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily colleagues, but maybe someone you know who you don't necessarily work with directly. Friends of friends and events that you go to and you get exposed to new people. So it's quite easy. I don't think it's difficult if you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another point is also because we are older, we know what we don't like right. in a person as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, we are more selective. Whereas when we were younger, because we are naive or we don't know a lot of things mm-hmm. we tend to just reach out to more people in terms of i want to get to know you so then later you can sort of pick it out and bat people out sure but do you also think like to me i find it just a little bit harder because it's really hard to find a common ground there and then whereas in school you're you most of your yeah. conversation relates to your daily stuff that you're going to do together like go to school go to the same classes and talk about those kind of things and you build friendship because of that. Whereas as an adult, you have to find like a similar common ground. Even sometimes having that similar common ground doesn't necessarily lead to mm. friendship because you might have a, a different idea of certain things and it just doesn't gel well or um, you know, some ideology that you don't agree with and for some reason doesn't lead towards a friendship. I don't know about you guys, but I, I consider a lot of my work colleagues as friends too, mm-hmm. just because we do spend a lot of time together, not just talking about work stuff but personal stuff I get to know them I think in more intimate level just because we are a small team I think mm. um, but I, I get what you mean though because you are when you're younger you do spend more time with your school friends university friends so you that you do get to have more friction and also more time spending with them which then develops friendships don't know what you think Mugai. I think I do not consciously try to make friends anymore mm-hmm. um, I I'd like to believe that I'm friendly, mm-hmm. but at the same time, lately I just don't try as hard, maybe because I don't have to, mm-hmm. because maybe I feel like I have enough and I don't need to have more. But do I make friends easily? I think it depends on whether or not I want to be friends with that person. Sure. If I'm not interested, then I'll be quiet or not as um, amicable mm-hmm. or amiable with the person. You don't force it, basically. If it seems like we can be friends and there is chemistry or there is common interest, then you might go ahead with it. Yeah, in the past, I used to kind of put the burden on myself to to make someone like me and be mm-hmm. friends with me. But yeah. now I'm like, I have nothing to prove. I don't have anyone to impress. Yeah. Uh, and that's because I really want to impress you and really want you to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just not asked put in the effort because it takes two to tango in this case mm. which in, in essence is actually really good like not having expectation is one of the best way to make new friends because you don't have inhibitions to like oh what would they think about me or or 
oh, I'm going to be friends with the person. Is the person going to like me? Um, yeah, not having those thinking kind of stop you into pursuing a potential friendship. That was very high school. That was that is, uh, yeah. very high school. Yeah. Like when popularity was something you think about, oh, do I have enough friends? Oh, I don't have a lot of friends. Oh, look at him. He has so many friends. He's so popular. Mm. He's so widely liked. Why am I not widely liked? Yeah. No. But I think now, I guess... Now the idea is different. It's not the matter of wanting to be popular, but the idea is like, I want more friends. Like, I want to be able to talk to people. Like, remember there was a time where I actually went on Bumble friendship because I needed, mm. I felt that I needed more girlfriends. Like, I, like you guys are one of my good friends here, obviously. But I, I tend to make friends really easily with guys. But for some reason, it's a bit difficult for me to maintain relationship with um, girls. So... Here I am trying to make, you know, more girlfriends. And I realized they're also technically in the same boat as me. Yeah. Um, so they're looking for people, or girls essentially, to be friends with, to have girl days, girl nights, or, you know, those kind of girl outings. Oh, did that turn out? Yeah. I'm still friends with one or two of them, actually. We still talk to them eventually, but because of the whole lockdown, we haven't really got a chance to mm. meet with them. But yeah. Mm. I don't know about quantity of friends. I think that's a... That's a bit of a red herring. I think the quality of it is much more important. You having a, a a really good friend who you can really be a good companion to and him or her a companion to you. Yeah. I think it's much more uh, important or more beneficial, if you want to put it that way, mm-hmm. um, for yourself. So I, I would definitely put more importance in terms of what is the quality of a friendship rather than how many friends I've got. Yeah, yeah, quality over quantity is definitely the way to go, which is essentially boils down to the idea of why do we need to make friends nowadays? Mm-hmm. I guess it applies to people who are moving to different countries, and then you know sometimes your friends moved on with life, you know, have kids, married, don't really have much time with you, and then you're still single, you're still in this zone of like, oh, I want to do this, I want more friends mm-hmm. to do this with me. Or mm. those kind of stuff. I had a realization last week or so. It's quite um, coincidental that we're discussing this. When was the last time you made a new friend and it stuck? That you're still talking to him or her? What, what do you mean by stuck? Like you're still friends. You're not just like loose acquaintances. You're still talking to this day. You're still in touch. A new friend that you're quite close to. <clears throat> I probably want to say Michael from Climbing. And when was that? Two, three years ago? Probably about three years ago. Mine was probably like two years ago. A friend of mine from work that we didn't work together, but, you know, we were on the same floor, good banter, and that's about it. Mm. Like, it's been a while since I've genuinely made a new friend, I feel, and, you know, still kept that going on. Yeah. You know, Catching up every now and then with that said person. What about you? Mm, I think it's a bit unfair for me because I've moved to the UK and yeah, and I think well, Muga is perhaps my doorway in terms of meeting so much more people. That is true. You just yeah. met everyone last year, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, but if it was just yeah, I mean, Kyren's one of the <laughs> well, I would say I I would say closest friends that I have in the UK here. Um, Aww. Aww. <laughs> so basically, if it weren't for me, you'd be lost puppy here. Yeah, pretty much. I think so. Um, I I do have some other friends here and there, but 
uh, yeah, Mugat's introduced me to a lot of new people, which I really appreciate. I would consider my housemate, Deji, is one of my good friends recently as well. Mm. I think because of a lockdown, especially, we <laughs> spent much more time. Yeah, we bonded. <laughs> because before this, we were just working adults. We don't really spend much time with each other. Yeah. I still have friends that I keep in touch with um, from Malaysia, from Japan, uh, places I've lived with. Yeah, but, but then also you have to think about the fact that you can't rely on friendships that you've made in different places than right. where you are now mm-hmm. because you're a human and you need social contact to where you are currently. So it, in essence, you always need friends where you're currently um, living in. Right. People who can relate to your current living circumstance, basically. Yeah. I think I've only realized how important this is during the mm. lockdown where the friends that I see are just via Zoom call and it doesn't do me anything. I just I feel like I've been doing that over time with my friends and family in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Like I see them over a video call, but the social contact of having the person present next to me and being able to talk freely is just a different... Because um, they don't share the same experience as you here physically to some extent yeah 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 i suppose so but also it's just having that physical contact of Mm. seeing that person there you could just you know you're not thinking about the connection uh, the internet connection or like oh i need to go because sometimes like zoom calls or facetime is very tiring because to some extent you're at your own home you feel like you need to do something else other than talking to the persons and you started multitasking and then you started not to pay attention to the other person talking yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of having friends who are there with you at that time. So let's take a step back. So think about how your, your friendship has evolved from when you were like in school all the way up to now. Because I think my perception of, you know, friends and my expectations of friends um, changed quite a lot over the years yeah. mm-hmm. uh, as you mature. Uh, for example, when I was in primary school or in school, basically, the concept of like, um, you know, I'd actually label my friends. So like, oh, you're just my friend, <laughs> but he's my best friend. <laughs> like, you know, there are, and then there are rankings in my best friends. Oh my God, you do that too? I would have a book listing all my best friends no and denoting oh certain God. people from... The best friend list to a friend list or even enemies. Look at I had exactly the same thing. You, you <laughs> have it. I, had, I had rankings, I put percentages. Wow. Hundred <laughs> percent best friend, eighty percent this one, twenty yeah. percent I don't really like him. <laughs> you guys are savage. Yeah. Um I think for me I just grab whatever I can really. I've never really I know I've always had this trouble of like, oh, I want her to be my best friend, but then I also want this girl to be my best friend. So then I was like, I have like 10 best friends. Mm. And then realizing like, oh, people have like one or two. I'm like, but I don't really want to lower the um, number. So I'm curious about when people talk about best friend. Mm. I've never considered having a best friend. or I don't understand the concept. What, what do you mean when you say you have a best when, friend? When I was young, the, the idea of a best friend is where I would tell that person everything and that person would uh, tell me everything. 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 Not, really? yeah. Not a secret untold. Exactly. Right. That's the definition of a best friend when I was in school. Right. Scary. <laughs> if that's the case, then... Uh, Dangerous. You prick your finger and just prick your 
blood all over the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's a very high-risk situation because I've been um, bullied because of that because they use statements that I've poured out based on like, oh, let me share everything. And then, yeah, it basically turned... Turn, turn around. Uh, your, your best friend betrayed you, basically. Oh, yeah, basically. Well, that was a harsh reality. <laughs> we knew that kids could be bitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be well, fair... said that he can, I think. <laughs> to some extent, you know, I was, it was part of my learning process not to be so naive Put, and like... Fill in the blank. Snitches need to be... <laughs> <laughs> ditches! Wait, ditches? Ditch. <laughs> I don't know. So, now, now, moving back to today, do you still consider... You used to have best friends. Is it the same thing? Um, I wouldn't say... I tend to not say best friend. I just say really good friends. Right. Um, I just feel like there's no definition of a best friend for me. A best friend is a person I could just be comfortable around. And if I have 10 of them, then it's 10 of them. Right. Yeah. I've never really had a best friend because if it's going by that definition, I will consider that as my partner already because that's the person I tell everything to. Uh... So I will agree with your definition of having really good friends mm. that you do open up with uh, most of yourself. Yeah, definitely. I think my, when I was younger in school especially, friends was some, a, a group of people that I went out to have fun with. Sure. To share my interests with. And then when I got older, like college and university, that's when I shared more about myself in terms of my thoughts, my ideas, um, my tribulations. Uh, so yeah, I think the, the concept of friendship has evolved in that way, mm-hmm. but now it's more of ex- sort of people I can I don't know interface with in terms of oh these are trials I'm facing, these are issues I'm facing, these are my happiness I want to share with you. Yeah, just people I can um, share my experiences and feelings with. Maybe sure, yeah, someone that a group of people that you're very comfortable in doing so. Yeah, exactly. Just happy to be myself with and we can share the joy together really. yeah makes sense i think what i wanted to say is that so this is not necessarily a negative thing to think about but sometimes friendship can run its course and you don't have to be sad about it so this harsh revelation uh came about when i was moving on from primary to secondary schools Mm -hmm. so you know when friends end up not you know friends that you were in the same school with um not end up in the same school where Mm. you went for secondary school so then here i was thinking that oh i'm best friend with this girl but she went to a different um secondary school but we're still going to be friends forever right yes that's what she said (laughs) but in the end you realize like you're putting effort and the other person doesn't Kind of reciprocate the same effort as you did mm. and then over time you just think like you know what i have better friends now <laughs> mm. um but to some extent i think now it's just more of like if it runs its natural course due to location and circumstances then there be it it's it's part of your life to kind of have friendship with people but not necessarily have to hold on to that friendship yeah i think uh, to that my my view on that is where you should never allow you know how your friendship with people evolve to really dictate your overall um, view of yourself and yeah. your mm-hmm. happiness because a lot of people anchor the happiness on being f- the, on the friendships that they have like oh I'm mm. you, you know I'm not happy I just don't have a lot of friends I'm, I'm feeling very um, sad and stuff so, and, I, and I, I'm a huge believer of 
and maybe I'm saying this because I stand from a point of like maybe privilege that I do not feel like you know that I do feel like I have friends but I think you should be happy with yourself first before you seek to fill the void with you know friends to comfort you for instance you shouldn't seek a void to feel you should be happy with yourself first before you before you you know rely on your friends because otherwise in the absence of something you can't control then you You you, hold on to something that might not might spiral yeah yeah so in conclusion to that it would be that it's okay to let go of friendship if it needs to be because it's already in a reach to a point where um, everybody has different um, pathway now. But sometimes it's nice to reconnect with old friends. So right. do reach out sometimes. I, I mean, I disagree with that conclusion, actually. It's not necessarily you're letting go. It's just that, okay, doing different things. You know, we're going to be preoccupied. We catch up with each other when we can. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't, it doesn't mean that we're not friends anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm I'm with the position as my guys as well. Because you do cherish the time that you had, your mm-hmm. joy with each other and your friendship then. But letting go here is more of we're now treading on different paths and yeah. the circumstances don't overlap with one another. So we'll move on. But doesn't mean I'm betraying you or I'm forgetting about you. It's um, That was then. We were friends. We were good friends then. Uh, we shared the friendship together. Yeah. And so that's it really, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to some extent, you're celebrating the time that you've had together, yeah, definitely. Uh, which is always nice. You know, reminiscing is always fun to go to, especially with good memories. Yeah, so invest in your relationships if you have any. Don't be complacent about it. Um, essentially, they're not things to just accumulate. They are also people with heart. Um, oh my god, vomit. <laughs> what? I vomit. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Human beings with feelings, you know? I have feelings. Yeah, have we all not have hearts, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think um, that is it about our podcast today. Hope to see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Bye, guys.